Hey guys, Doc here to tell you about something that could really give you the edge in gaming. I'm talking about our show sponsor, Fade Grips. Thumbstick grips as well as controller grips that give comfort, precision, and control so you can take your gaming to the next level. Just go to fadegrips.store and check out all they have to offer. And with our promo code, CAG20, at checkout, you can get 20% off your entire order. That's fadegrips.store with offer code CAG20. Hello everyone and welcome to episode 48 of Cross Atlantic Gaming. I'm your host Risky the Kid and joining me this week are my co-hosts Doc H1X1. Hey what's up? Chocolate Bear. How you doing folks? And in our rotating fourth chair, community member and special friend. I called you special. Waterloo. Yay! It's me guys. Hey I don't know if you remember <laughs> me but it's Waterloo. <laughs> what's up, How can we you forget you Waterloo? I don't know. Many people You're do. always in our hearts. Oh thank you. Oh. <laughs> Um, all right, first up, we do have a big announcement. Episode 50, the Ooh. big 5 0, halfway to 100, mm-hmm. two times longer than 25. It's almost a decade. Yep, I checked it. That The it's, math holds up. That's true. It's, it's, uh, it's more than a decade. <laughs> a decade. <laughs> yeah, so it's. Oh. You said almost a de- Yep. I was thinking, uh, what's the 100? Man, this is we're having Waterloo on the podcast. <laughs> I'll just stop. Um, <laughs> episode Man. 50 is coming up in two episodes. And the big announcement for this episode, at least, is that we are going to be doing the show live on. No. <laughs> oh, well, that changes our plans, dang it. <laughs> oh, never mind then. <laughs> We're not doing it live. We're going to do it live. We agreed to this before, Chocolate. No. You can't back out now. <laughs> God damn it. Um,. So yeah, we're going to be doing episode 50 live on Mixer at um, Mixer.com slash CrossAtlanticGaming. We changed that a while ago, and I still can't get used to it. But Mixer.com slash CrossAtlanticGaming. Um, so we will have dates, times, all that good stuff, because it's tough for us to line up our schedules. Um, so as soon as we have a date set in stone, or a, a date and time set in stone, we'll let everybody know uh, via Discord, Twitter, everywhere we can. Um, if we can iron it out before episode 49, which hopefully we can, we'll be able to tell you on the podcast as well. Um, but yeah, we're going to we're gonna try going forward to do our episodes live on Mixer. Stepping uh, it up? Yeah, stepping up our game, huh? Nice. Everybody's going to have to see our ugly faces. <laughs> oh yeah, I didn't think about that. Crap. Just wear a mask. Oh yeah, good idea. <laughs> oh, okay, done. Be amazing. <laughs> I'm just gonna put my camera down on my dogs on the floor. You can just oh, look at them the whole time. You dress your dogs up, and then like like in the old Sesame Streets when they would like, like have the dogs. Pup- they're not puppets. No, yeah, <laughs> I don't know why I'm making puppets with my hands. <laughs> you guys can't see that. If it was live, you could. But, but uh, yeah, you know. that's a good point. <laughs> um, yeah, so uh, we'll definitely have more details on it next episode. But definitely stay tuned to Cross Atlantic Gaming. Um, we're gonna be doing. We're going to have giveaways. We're going to have physical giveaways. Where we're actually shipping stuff out to some people. Um, we'll have some digital goodies to give away. All sorts of fun stuff. Um, stuff so tell, on socials. Stuff well. on social. Everything. Tell your friends. Tell your family. Your loved ones. Tell strangers on the street. Say hello to your mom for me. <sighs> yep. Your children. Always, your children. Tell them definitely. <laughs> definitely. All right. Well, it's about time we <laughs> move on from that. Like I said, keep it... 
in touch on the socials in Discord. Um, and next episode, we'll have even more details for it. But that's big and exciting news, I think. Um, hopefully that'll open us up to an even bigger audience being live, and hopefully our faces don't scare them all away. I mean, after they see chocolate, I'm I'm envisioning those downloads just taking off. I'm so. just imagining a male version of Aunt Jemima right now. For chocolate? Yeah. I need to Google who she is. Um, imagine, what? imagine like, wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> uh, she's the she's a maple syrup. <laughs> maple syrup. Chocolate. Lady. He's kind of in his own little hobnob world, so he doesn't really know. Much All right, he's other. got hobnobs. We've got Aunt yeah. Jemima. I don't what know which is what. Think we won that one? Am I right, guys? How oh, they're vile. You don't want to go anywhere near hobnobs, Lou. <laughs> yeah, they just sound bad. They, they're awful. Knobs. What I was getting at, though, uh, Waterloo, is imagine, like, Daniel Craig, but, like, more handsome, and then that's chocolate. Oh, okay. Rugged, darker. Yeah. Darker, yeah, that's, uh... So, I just got back. I wasn't here last episode, obviously. Uh, I was down in Florida, and I was really just going down there to get a tan so that for episode 50 I didn't look like a scary white ghost. So (laughs) That makes sense. That's really the only reason I was down in Florida. That's the only reason to go to Florida, or if you're old. Or if you're old. To retire. It was funny, the amount of people down in Florida that are from Syracuse, which is weird, were playing bingo around the pool with all the old folks, and they'd be like, all right, you won bingo, tell us your name, where you're from. She'd be like, I'm Rupert from Syracuse. I don't know why Rupert's a woman, or why Rupert was the first name. Crazy good at bingo, though. Uh, But yeah, Rupert, she is real good at bingo. She cheats. She must. I heard that, actually, yeah. She's got extra boards. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) All right, uh, let's get this show on the road. Another week in gaming. <laughs> what has everybody been playing? We'll start with let's start with Doc. He's got a lot of a lot of Vietnam. That sounded weird. <laughs> a lot of Vietnam to talk about. I'm not gonna do it. Yeah, I, uh, so like a lot of things that ends up happening with me, I got on a Netflix binge of uh, some Vietnam documentaries, and then like you do, I, I really wanted to play some Vietnam games after that. So. That makes sense. Uh, first thing I booted up was uh, Bad uh, Battlefield Bad Company to uh, the Vietnam expansion, which you know what you know. It's not like you need much of an excuse to boot up that game. It's a darn good game. Um, was surprised that there was still a lot of people playing it actually, um, and because uh, uh, you know for anybody that doesn't know it is back compat, so you can play that through the Xbox One. But um, played that for a while, then basically hopped on Steam and was like. What's the most recent Vietnam game that's got a halfway decent rating? And the one I came up with was Rising Storm 2 Vietnam, which I actually did not know that series had a Vietnam game. I'm more familiar with it because they made a World War II uh, game in that um, by that publisher, or I guess developer. And I didn't know they had a Vietnam version. So uh, downloaded that and played a lot of that. And yeah, just you know, fired up some music from the time period, like Bird is the Word, a bunch of other stuff, and just... Yeah, played some Vietnam games and it was great. Loved it. You need to stream these, dog. I you know, really do. I know. I, this week was really weird because uh, some stuff like uh, work related. I had to end up being at the at work a little bit more than normal, so that kind of threw everything off. But uh, I think I've got, finally got uh, the room down here in the basement all set up, so it's uh, stream worthy. Uh, up until now, there was just like stream worthy. Well, there was like cables. <laughs> From everywhere, like wires laying around stuff. It, it was kind of a mess, um, and so now everything's uh, where it's supposed to be. 
So I, I think I'll be doing that a lot more. Or I just won't be using a webcam either way. So I think you should be using a webcam, and I think you should have whatever helmet and or hat <laughs> is appropriate for the time oh, period. Helicop- uh, helicopter pilot helmet with the shades on it. Yeah, uh, yeah. Wool paint. That would be perfect. But yeah, or just war. I could even get <laughs> yeah. a uh, program up on my, uh, uh, you know, the, uh, what's that, Stream Deck thing where I could just, you know, act like I'm talking through a uh, radio microphone. That'd be even better. I think it's, this all sounds really good. I think yeah. you're teasing the people if you don't do it now. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, and I kind of have to do the music now because uh, I've got a list on Spotify uh, titled, a uh, playlist titled Vietnam Music. So that's what I play when I play Vietnam games, obviously. So, so do you uh, think you're the only person who has a playlist on their Spotify called Vietnam Music? Yes, probably. Yeah, uh, actually, I no, agree. not necessarily because I searched it and there was definitely some Vietnam playlist on there. So, uh, but uh, I have a bunch of games like what? that. I have like one with like sea shanties and stuff when I'm playing Sea of Thieves. Now, so, was this Vietnam music? Was it like actually like like Vietnamese? Vietnamese no. people singing <laughs> like. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. Turns go. out, turns out the Vietnam music scene during that time was well, you not that big okay. for obvious reasons. <laughs> but, <laughs> Didn't think so, but turns I out there was a war sure. in, across the entire country. But, I had to uh, make sure that wasn't what you were listening to. <laughs> no, it was just like period appropriate stuff, uh, which I feel bad. I, could, I guess I could pull it up, but it was just it was everything you would think of for like late '60s, early '70s, basically that was popular at the time. Right, so. so like if you watch Full Metal Jacket, just everything. Totally, in that. every yeah. Think of it, all the stuff played during that. Totally, perfect. Yep. Um, I'd also yeah. so I think you need to link all these playlists because I'd also like to hear your sea shanty <laughs> playlist as well yeah. well see uh, some of them like the cool thing about spotify and i guess this is as good a time as any to talk about now but like the cool thing about spotify is when you search stuff a lot of times you can see what other people have made into playlists which can end up being pretty great for like video game related stuff because like the one that was uh, that i've got basically for the sea of thieves is stuff that people had just gathered from everything from like ac4 playlist that's on there to the official Sea of Thieves soundtrack to other like Irish uh, sailing songs and stuff like that. Turns out, like uh, uh, I guess Irish made a lot of the famous ones, uh, like uh, "What Do You Do with a Drunken Sailor," "Put Him in a Robo," you know, all that stuff. That's those are like Irish songs. That so, sounds like, that sounds accurate. Yeah. Yep. So like people have made a a, yeah yeah. So people have made a lot of these lists, but if you just like search video games, there's a, you'd be surprised how many people have just like yeah these songs work incredibly good if you're playing this game. Like they make sense. So. Uh, that's how I put a lot of them together, but uh, yeah, that's turns- nice. You let someone else curate all the music. Totally, <laughs> take yeah, the playlist, yeah. and, and they make it to where you can search that and just find it. So Spotify is pretty cool. That's pretty awesome. Yeah, nice. Um, all right, next up, we'll go over to Waterloo. Um, Yoshi's Woolly World that came out a few weeks ago, mm-hmm. a week ago or something. How are you, how are you enjoying that? Uh, I'm really liking it. Um, I love the uh, kind of like the graphics of it. Uh, the look of it's very fun. Um, I like being able to kind of have that platformer, but also have that third, like that depth into it where it can go like backwards too. Third dimension in the yeah, background, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. which is really fun. Um, it, it, it just, I, I love the way that Yoshi looks. He's just like a fuzzy little character into it. Would you say um, he's woolly? Yeah, I'd say he's very woolly. Yeah, um, it's <laughs> it's uh, it's like any any type of Mario game. Uh, though you know, jump on their heads, eat them, shoot them out with the eggs. Um, nothing too difficult. Um, there's no dying in the game. If you just die, uh, they'll just put you back at the front of the map. You said um, there's no dying, but if you die... Okay, okay if you lose there's the... There's no permadeath. There's, so, there's some kids that are crying out in the world right now that just heard him say that Yoshi dies. So. Yeah. Oh, my God. Um, so, I mean, it, it's it's not very difficult. It's not challenging. You just got to collect flowers. 
uh, have enough flowers to, you know, put into a box to open up the next area. Um, as you do. Yeah, yeah, you know, as in just like Super Mario Sunshine, you just collect the suns. Uh, very basic Mario-type style game. Um, it's just very fun. Uh, once you complete a level, you can go back and play it again, but this time, instead of looking for flowers, you're looking for dogs, or they'll have something special you need to find is, in the map. Is that when... Is that when you can see from behind yep. the level when you go back to it? Yep. I think you... that oh, that's cool. That's a yeah. super interesting take mm-hmm. on this type of game. Yeah. Because, um, like you said, the art style is a very like arts and crafty. Yeah. Like it's cardboard houses and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So when you turn it around and go back through it backwards, isn't it just like brown cardboard boxes? Oh, basically? that's cool. Yeah. So basically, you'll see, when you play through it the first time, they'll have like. Like one of the shrubberies, you know, so the cut out shrubbery of a uh, cardboard, and there'll be like a, a Goomba or whatever hiding behind it. And you throw an egg at to it, and you know, then you can throw the egg at him. Uh, and then when you play it the second time, you just see him hiding behind, hiding the, behind thing, the bush, but you know he's there because you're behind him. So it's just like it's kind of cool being able to do that. Um, it's also multiplayer too. Um, they have little like gumball machines. Uh, you can spend your money, your tokens, your money onto uh, basically costumes. Um, you put in the tokens, and they put out eggs, and then when they open, like you can get uh, a samurai outfit for Yoshi. It's like a box he's in. You said it was multiplayer, and then you led with that. Yeah, well, yeah. How is it multiplayer? I, I don't know. I haven't done the multiplayer. I don't have any friends to play with, so um, I just know it says, it says two player. Um, yeah, I was saying on the back of the box it says one to two, though. Yeah. So. I think this is more just subtle hints at you, Risky, that he wants to play the game with you and then you're not. So Just buy Wooly World. It Um, says there's two players. Yeah, I mean, it's fun, though. I like it. Um, I'm almost done with the game. I have two more, um, like, flower shards I need to collect, um, and then I'll be pretty much done with it. Uh, Was it it long, or did it feel pretty short? uh, I mean, since I'm not, like, 100%ing it. It's probably a little quicker. Um, yeah, it's definitely a little quicker. I'm just gathering enough flowers so I can get to the next game. I want some type of accomplishment, so I want to beat a game. Um, so that's why I kind of picked this game. <laughs> Give me and something to Nintendo. short and sweet. Yep. You know, <laughs> that, that's how I feel like when I want something simple. You know, Nintendo's a good thing to pick up. Uh, true. Yeah. Usually, none of the games are never too challenging, um, especially on the Switch. Um, and if they are, well, that's when you dock it and then play with your Pro Controller. When you actually use that Pro Controller. Mm-hmm. That's when you know things are getting serious. Um, oh, yeah. I've been playing a lot of that. Um, probably about, maybe about an hour every day. Um, Overwatch, they've added a new character. I know you guys aren't Overwatch fans. I'm not really either. Hey, we didn't say we weren't. But we just know that Paladins game. is a superior being. I mean, we, we've we've took them both to the lab, and we've done extensive tests, and science has concluded that Overwatch is trash. So, you know. <laughs> And, and and Paladins is reign supreme. They're, they're the same game, just with different skins on them. It's like looking at a white and black person. They're the same. Um, the funny thing about all of it is that we actually have no skin in this game, and I generally don't care about either of them, but I just really, really want to play the card and make uh, Ladonian think that I just think Overwatch is trash. So. Um, and hey, who are you? Pa- no, what's up, Chuckle? I was just saying, Paladins is great. Yeah. <laughs> Paladins is fun, you know, when you want to be a child and play a game. Um <laughs> I am a child. Peter Pan. Aren't we all children? We're all <laughs> Peter Pan. We're all in our thirties playing video games. So yeah. I don't know. Uh, fair, fair. But yeah, I mean that, that. There's a new character, Batista. He's a healer. Um, Whoa, what? Yeah, not that. Bat- Batista. Batista is in this game. I'm totally getting into it. <laughs> Batista now. is in the game. Uh, he's a French uh, dude who is a healer. Um, all right, I'm out. It's kind of <laughs> right. A we French be. dude who's um, a healer. It's, it's kind of a a, a, ta- a different take on to you know what I usually play as Junkrat. Um, so it's nice to kind of 
play support, more of us like a healer support, okay. um, which is different. Is uh, that who you're maining right now, then? Yeah, I've been just trying to really get good at him. Um, unless we're losing, then I switch to Junkrat and just push through. Um, playing a lot of that. Um, been playing Surviving Mars, bought that. Needed something you know, a little bit different to mix up my uh, first-person shooting. Um, I, lo- I love the game a lot. Uh, I've played it through like three times now. Uh, the first playthrough, I was doing really good. Um, I knew I, uh, a dust storm was coming through, so I held all my people in orbit. I landed them. And as soon as they landed, I had a frost storm come through, but I didn't build any heaters. Um, so everything <laughs> froze up and started losing oxygen. Um, and then, like, every 10 seconds, it was like, you lost another survivor. You lost another survivor. And there was literally nothing I could do. So I just, They knew what they were signing up for. Yeah, I just watched them die. And then it said, congratulations, you have failed Earth. Everybody died. Congratulations. Congratulations. Well, I don't think it said congratulations, but... I don't you know. think so either. Um, it just that was told, how you justified it. Yeah, it just told me I failed Earth, so... You'd kind of talk to me about this, but... And you've played this doc, right? Yes. Uh, I, I like it quite a bit, too, yeah. This So, am I right in saying this is a roguelike? Like, it's... Like, is it, uh, is it run-based? Run-based I mean, more. I, yeah, because... I, I mean, I guess as much as any other kind of sandbox RTS is, I guess, uh, because you can you can put different modifiers on what you start with and things like that, and and uh, the map yeah, does make, uh, like your your grid based map as far as like where stuff is and stuff will change up obviously on different playthroughs. Mm-hmm. Um, so in that sense, I guess I guess it is a little bit, yeah. But um, so but if you die, if you like like he said, everybody froze in orbit or whatever. What what happens like after that foul state? You just start. You just start you're starting over, from scratch. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. You can pick your ability. You can pick your starting things again. You know, like I usually pick Rocket Man, so I get two rockets, stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. Um, but I enjoy it. It's a nice little like mix up, like I said. Um, and I like building things. It makes me feel like I, I can uh, run a civilization when I know I can't. Makes you feel like uh, a god. Yeah, you know? Makes <laughs> me feel like I, I can accomplish something. That's good. Um, so that's another fun game. Because uh, I was on City uh, Skylines. Skylines for a while, but I wanted to play something a little bit more challenging, I guess. Because um, I was just tired of building a house and it was boring. Um, and then the last game that I played, just downloaded, uh, actually when you were away, uh, was Outwards. Um very, what is outwards? Um, really wanting to get into this too, yeah. So it's basically uh, it's an RPG. You have a starting character. Um, you either dude or chick. Um, you're nothing. You're nothing special. You're just a, a, a person um, that your I think it's your grandfather or your father died, and you are spoilers. You well, it's like the first five seconds <laughs> of the game, and yeah. you're you're stuck to the blood debt. I think it's called. Yeah. So you yep. owe the town so much money. Uh, you either have to gather the money within, like, I think it's five days, or you have to get a favor from somebody in the town. Uh, if you don't do that, I don't know, I wound up getting one, uh, getting a favor, uh, so they let me stay. But I'm pretty sure if you don't, you know, find someone or get the money, they kick you out of the town, and the game's a lot more challenging. Um, the one gripe I do have about the game is when it gets dark out, it gets dark out, and your torch... Uh, doesn't help much. Um, my lantern helps a lot more, but still, it's just it gets too dark sometimes. Um, but it, it's very in depth. You know, you got to manage your sleep, manage your your food, um, manage your weight when you're in combat. If you don't drop your backpack, you're a lot slower. Um, yeah, that's a pretty cool mechanic. I really liked when I was watching people play this. Mm-hmm. Is is that mechanic? Yeah. What is what platform is this on, or what are you playing this on? Your Xbox. I think it's on Xbox, PS4, PC. I think. Mm-hmm. Okay, because when I is it outward or outwards? 
Outwards. Outward. I th- oh, is it just uh, one? It's just weird. Maybe it is. It says, maybe it's outwards. Yeah. It says platform Microsoft Windows. That's just for outward. I was trying to just see what it was, but uh, I, I'm enjoying it. I'm having fun into it, um, and I like the fact that when you die, um, it's obviously it's not game over. Um, like I, I was killed by um, I forgot what they're from some bandits, and I woke up in a cave with some type of random alien. It looked like or a monster, um, and he just said he dragged me away from battle. He's very passive. He's not here to harm anyone. He's just trying to learn. He's just a good guy. Yeah. Um, so I like that. Like, if you die, you keep your stuff, which is pretty cool, too. Um, then I died to some, like, fire-breathing ticks, they look like. Ticks? Yeah, they were just ginormous. Um, I was just picturing tiny little ticks oh. with, like, flamethrowers. <laughs> no, they were... Oh, they, man, that would that be great. They were about the size of your dog. Um, All right, fair enough. And then when I was killed by them, someone from my village found me. Um, I've heard if you die by, like, bandits, they can bring you to their their hideout and you have to escape so i like the aspect of you know dying and it it takes you somewhere else instead of just populating you back at home or populating you at your last save uh which is a cool twist so is this a survival game or is it like story based what uh, think of it like uh it's more of an old school rpg because like it definitely has elements like uh morrowind in it where like if you get a quest you'll get like a brief description in your log but it will not by by no means will like you'll get have somebody be like okay this place is really far away you go through this forest mm-hmm. you'll you'll go through this desert and this but like when you look in your quest log if you don't write that down literally all it says is hey make your way to this town hope you remembered what they told you yep. kind of thing like so it's very kind of old school in that it does not hold your hand with a lot of nope. the stuff that's good though. So yeah. yeah. So if you look at your map, it doesn't even when you're on your map, you don't even see your marker either. Yeah. So that's yeah. kind of obnoxious. Um, so you just kind of gotta remember where. Like I was trying to figure out how the layout of town was, and it took me about five ten minutes to figure out exactly how the town was laid out, and then I escaped from there. Like like Doc, like Doc said, just remembering the quest line. You know, um, I didn't write it down, and I remember taking lefts. I took too many lefts, and I round up in the <laughs> wrong place. Um, but yeah, I, I like drive it. me insane. Yeah. Right? I just picture myself going around in circles getting real angry. But then also, the the thing where you're saying they kill you, mm-hmm. surely they should take that out and have it that you get knocked out. Because if you wake up somewhere new... Well, you can almost interpret it that way, kind of. Yeah. I mean, in a way. Okay. Like, I just look know, at it, it as if you lose all your health. You yeah. you don't wake up at home or whatnot. Yeah. 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 Okay. It It's pretty neat, though. It's pretty open. It, it, it would appear there's at least four different main stories you can do because like like he was saying like you do your, you get your favor for your blood debt and basically it's you could you either have an option of like following you have, basically have two different friends and one of them goes to one city and one uh guild and the other goes to another city and another guild mm-hmm. or there's this person in the town where you can stay and basically take up her role in that town or you can do none of the three so i always from watching streamers i really got the idea that there was like four different pathways you could essentially take yep so it seems like the game is pretty deep in terms of like you know not only the world and the different maps and stuff you can go to, but just like all the different options you have as far as what you can do. Yeah, I uh, I have the three options right now to follow either my friends or listen to the the town's lady. Um, yeah, yeah. Go with your friends, definitely. Yeah, that's what that's when I was trying to take my lefts, but took too many. Fair enough. <laughs> uh, that sounds pretty cool though. I'll I'll have to check that out. How much was it? Last question. I think it's thirty. I want to say. I think it's thirty nine. Okay, yeah. cool. Does it feel like a $30 game? It has the potential. Kind of. It has the potential. Okay. Um, it's just how deep into the game, I mean, before you get frustrated. How involved can I get into it? Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, it, yeah, it's one of those things, like, if you've gotten super used to, like, maybe something like Skyrim, mm-hmm. you, 
you definitely probably take for granted some of the stuff oh, that yeah. that helps you with like waypoints and markers and all that stuff. Yeah, that's know? that's the big. I feel like if there were waypoints and markers, I would be a lot further progressed in the game. Uh, yeah, but with the lack yeah. of that, it's just like almost making sure you got to write that stuff down. Or I run back to the bar and she's like, "Did you forget already?" I'm like, "Well, duh. apparently, that's why I'm back here." Oh, well, damn it. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> um, all right, cool. Um, I guess before I left, you guys probably talked a whole bunch about Borderlands last episode, I'm assuming. Uh, well, definitely the announce. I mean, well, I th- actually, you were there when we talked about the announcement. Uh, okay. I guess yeah. I guess I, just, uh, I felt like a lot of people were playing it. I don't even know who the guest was last week. I haven't listened yet. <laughs> so, I know, uh, whoops, I know Chaotic's nice. definitely been playing a lot, and I want to say Chaotic and Free Radic, one of you, I've been seeing them play it a lot. So yeah, We talked a bit. Moose was... Uh, it was one of Moose's games he was playing and going through it. Okay, cool. Uh, That's right. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, the week leading up to uh, when I left for vacation, I picked up the Game of the Year edition of the first one. Um, I got up to maybe, like, level 12 or something. Uh, that game's real pretty now. Like, not not that it was it bad looking sharp, before. And, yeah. and I wouldn't have thought, like, that you could improve Borderlands graphically, I guess. But for whatever reason, it feels so much sharper and just better that game's a like, lot of fun i feel like two years after like the x like we're kind of almost taking for granted when we get stuff in 4k now we're like oh yeah that looks hella sharp now like <laughs> it's like man that looks really crisp <laughs> yeah um yeah i'm not too far along into that i didn't have a ton of time to play it but i think i'm gonna keep playing that i'm pretty pretty hyped for borderlands 3 so I'll probably just end up burning myself out on a <laughs> one, two, and then the pre-sequel, and then. But I, I've never beaten any of these games either. So I've only beat the first one. I never beat uh, the pre-sequel or the two. Yeah, I can't remember beating them at all. I think I only played a little bit of Borderlands one, yeah. maybe like four hours of it at best. But it was. I don't think. Yeah, I don't think I played all the DLC with Borderlands one because I know they definitely brought a lot of DLC to that too. It was funny because when I. It was before I left, and I asked a bunch of people in Discord. I was like, so should I get this on my PC because it'll technically be, like, $10 cheaper? <laughs> or do I get it on Xbox? And obviously everybody was like, yeah, get it on Xbox. I was like, okay, cool. And then while I was on vacation, something popped up in my little deals section that was like, through a new egg, get Borderlands 1 and 2 for, like, I think it was, like, $12 <laughs> for the PC. And I was like, uh... Yeah, all right, sure. I love <laughs> just throwing my money at stuff. So we were talking to Moose about how he was kind of like being like trying to more or less guilt you into being like, so yeah, you playing with me on the ex- the console, right, Risky? Like, uh, yeah. I, yeah. So essentially, that's exactly what happened. <laughs> <laughs> well done, Moose. You did it again. So you bought the game twice, is what you're saying? Uh, yes. Oh wow. Okay. That's and I definitely had already owned. <laughs> I thought you owned it. <laughs> the non 4K version. The disc. I think I, I might have owned a disc of it at oh, some geez. point. I got Borderlands all over the place and never beat what? any of them. But, Which one are you not going to touch? Uh, I mean, pr- probably just won't touch any of them until three again. That that's what'll really end up <laughs> happening, I'm sure. But who knows? Um, all right, let's throw it over to Chocolate. Looks like you're having an exciting week of Apex Legendary. Have, oh. have you gotten any wins lately? <laughs> uh, I'm so frustrated. I almost Uh-oh. got a win. Uh-oh. A team of randos are uh, one of our guys dropped out quite early. So me and some guy, we were plowing through. I managed to get six kills, like Dang. six Solid. good. Oh, I was 
on fire. I was spraying and people were dying. (laughs) And then... Fair. Yeah, the circle came down to the last two teams. The circle was... So you know where the river is and then you've got the... Just above you've got the kind of the bridge that you walk over. I can't name the place. I can't remember what it's called. To grandmother's house. To grandmother's house, yep. 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 It's a good call. The team were down. I was up. I thought I had to make the jump. I made the jump. I went down and I got murked by two of them. <laughs> as soon as you uh, landed. Like, as soon as I landed. The only saving grace, apart from the six kills, I managed to get the gold armor achievement. So I had a gold helmet and a gold, gold shield. Oh, nice. Oh, that's pretty awesome. So, oh, yeah, I was ecstatic. I wasn't worried about the six kills. I was like, yeah, damn, that's an achievement. Yeah, um, I cheated for that achievement. Um, I, was playing with, <laughs> I was playing with Shopa. And he managed to find the two golden equi- uh, equipment. Um, so I was like, dude, drop it. Let me put it on so I can oh, get the achievement that work? too. And oh, it yeah. did. Oh, that's um, awesome. So yeah, luckily the, the random that we were playing with didn't run over and pick the stuff up. Um, <laughs> True. But yeah, then then I dropped it for him to have it back on there. So I was kind of oh, cheated. I was, I was hoping the next part of that story was going to be like, so he dropped it and then he got shot in the head by a sniper, <laughs> but I got the achievement. That and I was fantastic. like, ha as soon as he took off the golden helmet, just gets shot in the face. <laughs> and then you're like, dude, you got blood sprayed on this. Come on, it was fresh oh, and new. Yeah. I don't I want this to shield covered in blood. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I earned that uh, shield as well. I murdered someone for it. But yeah, nice. really happy. Came second, which was a bummer, but got the achievement. So I'm still winless for how many months now and counting? Since the game came out, I think. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Because, <laughs> yeah, thank you. Yeah. Chocolate, I have more wins than you, and I've stopped playing that game after a week, I think, so... Yeah, Step I'll it catch up. you. I will it's catch prob- you. It's probably worth talking about. It does seem like that has definitely taken a drop on the viewing charts as far as Twitch goes. Apex um, has? Yeah, yeah, it looks like Fortnite has regained its or regained its stranglehold on the, the world uh, yeah, of yeah. Uh, streaming. It's so. managed to pinch quite a few good ideas, which I suppose has oh. worked quite well for... Yeah, Fortnite's kind of just... I feel like Epic Games is just unapologetic about that now, and I, it used to kind of bother me at first, but now I'm just like, ah, whatever. Do if you're what doing you gotta it, do. Yeah, if you're, yeah. If, you're, if you're doing it and people like it, why not? You it's know? competition. So. That's what... Because they... Are you talking about how they have, like, the... That respawn system, van. The respawn van. That's what they call yeah. it. Yeah. So it was funny. Apex came out, and they had their, like, respawn stations or whatever, and then immediately after that, Blackout started doing, like, game modes where you could redeploy um, if you got killed as long as you made it into the next circle. And then Fortnite is coming yeah. in and then doing the same thing. It's just or like the pinging system. They basically kind of did their version of that as well now. In Fortnite, so, yeah, the pinging system. Um, really I think nice so, though. at least. Yeah, the pinging system's the best thing ever invented. I think. Mm-hmm. That's, um, oh yeah, unbelievable. They, they, it, it might have been their biggest contribution to that uh, to that genre. Um, genre, yeah. Because um, so. now when you're in other games, like I was playing Battlefield uh, uh, Firestorm the other day, and that like you'd be in a group and you'd be like uh, over there, and you're like, oh, yeah, right, I can't freaking say like yeah. ping there over there, yeah. like that's where I saw something, or like you know ping an ammo box when you're in a house, being like, hey, I know you need this, come in here and get this, because yeah, you know a lot of games if you're playing with randos, they don't use headsets, mm-hmm. so that's so frustrating, isn't it? Or if they use yeah. headsets, they just really don't want to talk to you. Yeah, or play. or it ends up being somebody you really don't want to talk to anyway. So. Yeah, or play really loud music. <laughs> or oh. or they're rapping themselves. Oh, <laughs> they're making their own music. That's, that's oh, I haven't favorite. heard that one. Oh, oh, that's a good one. Play some Call of Duty <laughs> with a mic. It's great. It's mm. not great. I lied. But yeah, but I guess it goes back to saying like, hey, Fortnite, they've got, they've got their development cycle to a T. So hey, if you can iterate that fast, then good on you, I guess, right? You know? Yeah. 
So do, does it just matter what Ninja's playing? Is that still what this is? Did Ninja go back to Fortnite? I thought he was playing Apex for a little bit. He was, but I think he was always Fortnite. Um, yeah, yeah. Which actually, I didn't even realize till uh, a while back that he used to play Halo a lot. Apparently, I didn't even know that. But, huh. um, but yeah, I, I think he was always more or less with Fortnite. But yeah, he definitely played or is playing Apex still. Maybe I don't know. But um, I, I noticed like Doc the other day while we're talking about streamers, he's all about like his three right now is uh, Blackout. Call of Duty and Firestorm, like he does it, like he calls it, like the triple challenge, where he tries to get three wins in a row on all three. Oh, that's cool! Oh, wow. Um, but those are like the three I feel like he plays the most for sure. Did you um, just talk refer about... to yourself in the third person? No, that's I wasn't. I think he's talking about Doctor Disrespect, oh. not himself. Oh, sorry. Like, uh, yeah, sorry. Uh, okay. yeah, you know, I'm, I've kind of got a big presence on Twitch. Not a big deal. I was you know. uh, watching Doc play. <laughs> I was like, wow, man. All right. This guy's I'm kind of head. narcissistic, so you know, <laughs> kind of a thing, you know. Yeah, um, I comment my own channel about my gameplay. It's amazing. <laughs> There's got to be somebody out there that does that. That'd be so great. Um, what I was gonna add, I don't know if you talked about it last week or if you really talked about it at all, but how are you liking Firestorm? Uh, it's it's fun. They've they've got a lot of stuff they need to improve. I feel like I feel like it's been the story of Battlefield uh, Five all along. Is that step behind, man? Yeah, what's there is really good, but it is not polished to the degree you want it to be. Um, and the Firestorm is no different. Like, the mode itself, like, is so cool when you see that wall of flames coming in um, all the time. It's just such a cool aesthetic. And, and I've said all along, like, if Frostbite doesn't do a lot of things well, as we've seen from a lot of their recent games, but the one thing it does well is big open world maps. And that works super awesome in that Firestorm mode where you have this big, big area. Um, so, the, but like the stuff they need to work on is like inventory kind of sucks, especially when items come out. It's kind of hard to discern between what you're looking at and what you want to go through. And like it, it, it makes when you play games like Apex, you you really look back at a lot of the games and like be like, these are the games that got it right. These are the games that definitely didn't get it right. And, and Firestorm is one of those that needs to look at Apex and try to, you know, copy some of that. Um, you know, doesn't refine have the team system. The you're yeah, for. refine. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. Yeah, like you know, like Fortnite, just like copy, copy. But yeah, um, but yeah, it's uh, there's some things they could do better. It's still really fun though. I like it, and I would definitely recommend it. You know, it's if you own the game, it's free. Um, and I can't imagine. You know, in the next few months, we'll probably see Battlefield Five coming to EA Access. I would assume. I um, played one match of Firestorm, and I found it laggy and very, very lethargic. Yeah, it, it definitely can. You can definitely hit some games that are like that too. Not not unlike the general game mode, you know, uh, or the general team deathmatch in Battlefield Five. So, again, it's one of those things to where uh, I have I can I highly I don't know what's the best way to describe this. I would be very surprised if they do not spin this out into its own game mode eventually, because I feel like if they dedicated a studio to just that, you know. You know, I don't know if the next Battlefield game will just be called Battlefield Battle, you know, Battlefield Royale or whatever. You know, name almost makes itself, but um, I could definitely see this being their next thing, though, for sure. Um, and much like the what Call of Duty does, is I had somebody was kind of talking in uh, Discord the other day, talking about how like, wouldn't it be cool if Battlefield did what Call of Duty did? And on their map, they were like, this part of the map is the old Battlefield Vietnam style part of the map. This part of the map is the old, like. World War Two style, and this map. Oh yeah, is, just cut it all up and yeah, kind of jigsaw it together. Totally, you know, take from like previous Battlefield games. Um, I don't know how you'd really do that with the weapons and stuff, but it was a cool idea. So, uh, but uh, yeah, I don't know. I definitely see them 
making this a standalone because I don't know how long this survives as being a part of a you know fifty sixty dollar game um, that doesn't have crossplay. So that's what. Because speaking of that, I think Blackout this month actually like the second. I think it was the second through the end of the month. They just have the Blackout mode free. Yeah, like free to play until yeah, the twenty sixth. Twenty sixth is that it what it is? is? Okay. But it, it was a long time period, though. I was surprised by that. Yeah, yeah, it's a good chunk, enough to get you addicted if you're if you're into <laughs> it. So, so gateway drug. That'll totally. work. Yeah. Um. All right. Cool. Um. All right, Doc. We're gonna stick with you. Uh, Gleaner Heights. I've never even heard of this, so I would like an explanation. Yeah. It's so. Imagine. I'm here's how I'm gonna phrase this. Imagine we're gonna do the Zelda timeline. You know, where if Link saved uh, or Link never went into adulthood and beat the Triforce and all that, you have this timeline, and this is Young Link that stayed Young Link and went off to do Majora's Mask. So we're going to go this this example. So imagine if what started all these farming games was Harvest Moon Back to Nature on PlayStation 1. Um, I've said it before, if you look at the map for that game, people that made all these new farming games literally copied that game. Not And again, not a bad thing, it's just we have all these good farming games now because of that. But imagine if you had Harvest Moon Back to Nature, and instead of going down the path towards Stardew Valley you went down a different path and kind of took different things from that game and almost made it a little bit darker or more like Graveyard Keeper-like. I'm listening. Mm-hmm. And that's what basically Gleaner Heights is. Gleaner Heights is, again, same general town layout, same kind of farming. You have your farm. They do some stuff differently, like much like, oh, Back to Nature, your animals can get sick and die in this versus Stardew Valley. They can't really. Or they can be, if you leave chickens outside, they can be, like, blown away by a hurricane or something like it it's subtle things but it's things we were just like oh that's stuff that stardew valley didn't take from back to nature but then this game did and stuff like that but the thing that makes this game different is that um it has more of a well i don't know if it's really different because stardew valley definitely had its paranormal or supernatural elements to it i guess but I guess this game has more of those, but in a different sort of way. I'm not super far into this game, but it definitely has some, um, what's the best way to describe it? Kind of just... Uh, more? Or like part, yeah, more, more, of more of that stuff. More of that kind of stuff, like supernatural weird things going on. Like when you get into like the minds and combat and like very abnormal stuff happening around the world and things like that. But, you know, aside from all that, it is a lot like Harvest Moon Back to Nature if you didn't go down the Stardew Valley route and instead went down this route, but the farming stuff is all the same. So you know? is this is this only on PC right now? No, it's Xbox, PS5. I've actually got it on Xbox, actually. It's 10 bucks too. It's real cheap. I was say, I'm looking at it on Steam, and here's the brief little blurb on what it is. Experiencing the old-school charm of classic farming games with the suburban gothic atmosphere of certain 90s TV shows, along with contemporary game mechanics... Farming, crafting, combat, romantic relationships, and mysterious events await. Yeah, it definitely takes a a heavier push into that part, the the last part there. But, like, it's even got some cool stuff that Stardew didn't do. Like, in this game, you start out, it'll ask you what your previous job was. So I said uh, veterinarian, which meant that my animals were less likely to get sick. Or I could have said accountant, and I get 5% more cash from everything. Oh, you should have went that way. Mm. (laughs) Yeah, or you could say psychologist, which is funny because when you give gifts to people, even if it's one they hate, they'll still like it. (laughs) So it's kind of got very cool 
it's got a lot of stuff like that sprinkled in there that like Stardew didn't do, which is kind of neat and kind of makes this different. Um, I would say it's far more basic than Stardew in the controls and how it looks. You can tell it's a ten dollar game when you look at it, you can tell. But I will say it definitely punches above its weight as far as the price point. Um, but it doesn't look as nice, and the controls aren't as good as Stardew is. And uh, yeah, I don't know. It, it looks more like what uh, an old probably PlayStation One Harvest Moon game would look like. So, so do you know if this is on Switch or has made its way over? I would be super surprised if it wasn't. I know it is on PS4, Xbox for sure, but I don't know for Switch. But I would be very surprised if it wasn't. It looks like the perfect Switch game. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what, what at does least, it? it? Yeah, and, and at least this one we don't follow it by. I wonder how that's going to run on the Switch. <laughs> right, this this looks like it belongs there. <laughs> it looks like it belongs on that, yeah. So, uh, yeah. But I would definitely recommend it if you like Stardew Valley or Harvest Moon games. You would absolutely like this game. So. I think Stardew's on a sale at the moment on the Switch. Do it! Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, that, is, that thing is made for the Switch. I've bought too much. I, <laughs> I haven't got time to play them. That's fair. Yeah, I hate the I hate fact that this time... Yeah, you still gotta beat uh, Breath of the Wild. Oh, no. oh wait, you traded that into GameStop for $3. Uh, oh, why? Forgot. It's no, worth no, keeping. I got loads. We already raked them over the coals for this one. <laughs> oh boy. Uh, I'm, yeah. I'm, uh, wow. Oh boy, is right, Lou. My switch is for pick up and play and put down. No, I can't be dealing with Breath of the Wild. Yeah, but it's anyway. It's a fresh moving on. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Just shut that right yep. down. Just... Um, all right. Uh, the, the last thing I had to talk about, I downloaded this, downloaded it right before I left for Florida on my switch, uh, and that game is Fury. F U R I, not Y, like I wrote in the show notes. Um, <laughs> So I, this game came out like two years ago, I guess, and it was on some dude's list on YouTube of like his favorite games ever on Switch. And I was like, oh, okay, whatever, it's on sale right now, and actually it should be on sale through Thursday. So when this drops, it's still it's like nine bucks or something right now. Um, this game seems like you're just going. I'm only on level two right now, but the levels aren't. There's not a lot to them. You're in an, an arena and you're having it, a boss fight. I was about to say this is the boss rush game right basically that's yes i think that's exactly it's like because i'm wa- i'm wanting to say i remember when it came out on ps4 i want to say yeah instead of going through levels and fighting all the bosses minions and all that fun stuff going up to that you literally just like all right you're in the next dungeon and you're you're just fighting a boss you're it's like go playing dark souls okay. if you only were fighting bosses <laughs> no mobs just <laughs> smash your head against the wall and i mean i'm on the second one and i spent a good 20 minutes trying to memorize Ooh. all of this thing's moves um it is tough and that's that's only level two i don't know how far this thing goes there is an easier mode which it was kind of like hey if you want to just enjoy the story which the story is actually kind of cool uh it's it's a good way to push this whole thing along um you like woke up in a prison and now it, it seems like you're fighting through different layers to get back down to whatever planet you're from so oh, cool. when it like zooms out kind of you're at like this very top layer which was like the jail cell uh, so you fight your jailer um, and then you're going down to the next one that I'm on and that's just someone else who had wronged you in some way and you learn about that it's it's a it's a cool little story but seems tough as nails and like you said it's just it's one of those boss rush games do they uh do they have different phases like after you get their health down so far stuff like that yeah I think it's got to be health it's definitely not time because I've spent a lot of time just like 
hitting the B button because the B button is kind of like Hyper Light Drifters or Mr. Shifty's like dodge where you just kind of like oh. hit B and then you teleport. So you're like invulnerable. Um, oh, so it's got like iframes like a Dark Souls game yeah, where like you yep. can kind of count on this is my window to n- not take damage in this like swing or something and like you, that. And you have to utilize it because like some of the bosses will send out these like radial attacks that literally they just make a circle come out and go through the <laughs> so whole there's map. There's no dodging that. So yeah. <laughs> you can't get out of the way of it. You have to dodge through it. Um, really, and getting yeah. the timing down on that, it plays like surprisingly well on the Switch. Um, I didn't feel like it was the game cheating me in any way. I felt like I was just incompetent. And user error. That, that's generally, yeah, user error, exactly. <laughs> uh, definitely my fault. But uh, the game's a lot of fun. For nine bucks, uh, I'll keep playing it <laughs> until I break my Switch, I think. <laughs> <laughs> until either your Switch goes flying across the room or you decide to put or it in. I down. crush one of those tiny Joy-Cons. <laughs> <laughs> Um. Okay. Uh, FIFA chocolate. Anything new happening? I thought you quit FIFA. What happened? No, no. I'm just doing the journey. I'm just finishing off. I'm trying to mop up. Oh, the, Alex uh, Hunter. Alex Hunter. Alex Hunter scores. And Danny Williams. All right, geezer. I feel like I'm out of yeah, soccer game. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I'm just trying to finish that off. Um, I'm in the final with Kim Hunter for the World Cup. I'm in the final of the Champions League for Danny Williams, and I need to play my game with Alex Hunter to get into the final. So, oh, so you, wrapping it, it up. It's like three whole careers for each of them. Kind of it. Dang. The one bit that frustrates me. So it's nice that it breaks the the game or the story up because you flick between the three. So you'll play a few games of Kim's, uh, do some training, then you'll go to Alex and, you know, there's a big, huge story about him. Obviously the, uh, I'm trying to think of it, it, it all going to his head and his entourage and all this kind of rubbish. <laughs> um, and then poor old Danny Williams, who's, you know, best friends now gone to a new team. Um, you know, get a fiddle and play the fiddle for him you know sad little boy he texts alex and alex is like new number who dis like precisely yeah um forgets who his friends are yeah what who dis delete block um (laughs) it's just very frustrating how they don't do it kind of inside a short period so all of a sudden i've progressed all the way to kind of the summer with kim yet i'm playing in which i would imagine it'd be march no past march yeah, we're looking at April now. Kind of it, it just it goes too far. The story, if that makes sense, on the timeline. Can you? Is that like your? Can you play like one match of each of them? Like if you keep doing them in yeah, like an well, order, would it line up it, better? It it recommends each time, so it'll say now I recommend you play oh. this story. Oh, so it, it doesn't necessarily okay. throw you out. You can actually you actually kind of have a say over how much. Yeah, so I think potentially you could do the whole of Kim's story, then jump onto oh, wow. Danny Williams and do his whole story. However, huh. I'm just going through the recommended part, um, and the trouble is the characters obviously at some point meet them. They you know have a drink or they go out together. So it's really difficult to find. So in Alex's story, his sister, Kim, comes to see him, but I'm in the summer. And it's, so it hasn't it's happened. kind of that silly yeah. t- <laughs> okay. time travel rubbish. <laughs> that it's seems just, like that could get kind of confusing, yeah. It's, yeah, it's, it just takes you out of the immersion a tiny bit. But it, as I've always said, the, the journey, the story mode, it, it's brilliant. It is really, really good. That's my only gripe to it. 
Um, That's. I feel like they should have just made the decision to put their foot down and be like, this is the order you need to play it, and like this will line yeah. up perfectly. They should have lined up slightly better, yeah. It, but like I said, it, it's good. The trouble, I think, with Kim's, obviously, it, they focus on her going to the World Cup. So potentially they should have tacked her season or her story mode on the end of yeah. Danny and Alex's. However, then you're kind of then turning some... into a, oh, did was she just a, an afterthought yeah. type Cause, scenario? Because some of those things could be like a year apart, potentially, right? Well, not a year apart. You're looking at you're looking at a good few months. Yeah, still months. So, uh, okay. But, okay. Yeah. So it does, like I said, it does take you. I think at one point I was having dinner with the three of them. Yet she was over in France <laughs> playing. She took her house. private jet. Mm, Chocolate's like, wait a second. Yeah, I'm like, oh god damn, how did this happen? Didn't know the so, English national team women's were paid so well. Private jets and stuff. No, she's um <laughs> no, she's his American sister. Oh, They've see, got... this is what I get for not playing hey, through hey, all hey. three of those games. Oh no. Yeah, so um yeah, she's his half sister. His daddy went uh, went to the US and found himself a baby mama. Nice. Mm. Did you get Which, to play uh, was that, that in, out? Was that in, was that in yeah people <laughs> last year or uh... Yeah, you just press you just tap X for that it's, one. It's fast oh. Oh. <laughs> oh. Such, that's no, that's we don't need to go into yeah. how fast you have to do <laughs> no, no. button. Sorry. I uh, I stopped um, myself. <laughs> last question, I've got chocolate. Does it seem like I don't know, maybe this would be too cheesy or too cliche, but does it seem like there's any kind of anything coming to a head in terms of like Danny and Alex facing off against each other ever? I think this is it. So I think it's going to culminate to Danny and Alex facing off in the Champions League final. Oh. And I think it's going to be a case of you have to make the decision who do you want to play as the rising star of Alex or the poor little boy, <laughs> um, Danny. So, you got to play Alex, yeah. right? Oh yeah, I'm playing the Trump. Actually, this is another thing that frustrates me. You can't change your formation, so I prefer playing as Danny, even though he's crap. Um, because of his position, oh, position. Well, yeah. the format, yeah. The, so the tactic suits my style of play, whereas with Alex, it's really difficult to try and get space and to create more chances. I'm calling it right now. It's going to be the end of Warrior. You know, the two brothers fighting in the, the MMA. And, like, Alex is going to be, like, like Danny's going to get his leg broken, and Alex is, like, limping him off the field. It's just going to end credits. Just, you yeah. know, it's going to be a feel-good moment. What a good movie, though. Oh, such it's a good so movie, man. Um, all right. Well, hey, uh, Chocolate, I wish you and Alex and Danny and sister. I already, sister. I already forgot her name. <laughs> Kim. The best yeah. of luck. Oh, oh thank you. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Nothing. Um, I know we're still talking about. Uh, actually, never mind. Go on to the next game. I'll talk about this after, last when we're when we're finished with games. Um, well, Doc, I think <laughs> we are done with games besides Game Pass oh. Roulette. So, if you have something you want to add before that, now's your time. Um, it's how excited are you guys for Game of Thrones? That's tonight. Um, yeah, uh, Lewis. I'll be watch watching Game that tomorrow. Thrones, so, what did you say, Lewis? Speaking of Michael, I, I don't watch Game of Thrones. Oh uh, who invited you on the podcast? I'm sorry, sorry. Oh, man. I, I I thought I knew you. I were. just I just know winter's coming and I, I hate winter's winter. Winter's here, bro. I hate winter. It's here. Dude. No, it's spring now. Look at it. Hey, which <laughs> side are you on? The living or the dead, Lou? Decide I, I, now. I don't know. I'm obviously living, so I Hey, might, you know what? You you just answered it right there. You just answered I it. I did. Okay. Yeah, I'm yeah. pumped though. <laughs> I feel you should show Lou some uh, some of the pictures of uh, the naked bodies. Just and he'll be, uh, he'll Danny, be in there. Daenerys. 
Yeah, Stormborn, not even first just of her, her name. So, oh my god! <laughs> I mean, within, there's so much nakedness. I watched the, one of the episodes it's and HBO. I watched a, a dude bang his mom, then kick a kid out of window. Uh, oh yeah, that was the was first episode. Sister. Yeah, yeah. What a, what a great way yeah. to bring people into that show. <laughs> just some incest and kicking children incest out window. Incest and <laughs> killing kids. Yeah, it's yeah. Just right off you know, the bat. I mean, could be interesting, but I was like, yeah, I don't know. Well, it's kind of weird. How I don't do I know. feel about incest? Yeah. You know, she was hot. <laughs> I don't know. He was an attractive man. I don't have a uh, sister, too. so I don't know what that's like, you know. <laughs> oh, here we go. <laughs> puts me too far away. I can't relate, oh. so maybe that's why I'm not watching. That's good. Uh, Hopefully most people listening can't relate. That's as relate. good a reason as any not to watch, I guess. Yeah, I, I 100% give you the pass now. This is... <laughs> It, that reminds me of, like, the first episode of Black Mirror was about, like, the prime minister having to bang a pig. Yeah, yeah. But, like, what a way to get people into a show. Like, if that didn't turn people away, I don't know what was going to, so... My wife keeps telling me to watch that. I haven't watched it yet. Good. You don't have to watch that first episode. I still think it's a good episode. Oh, yeah, you could maybe miss You could maybe miss that one. But, but Chocolate, that show is so good, and you literally could just be, like, top five Black Mirror episodes and just, just watch those... And it doesn't matter because they're all disconnected from yeah. each other. So, yeah, totally. oh, it's so good. I started watching that robot thing that you mentioned. Also, a while back, Mr. Mr. Robot that is good. No, not Mr. Robot. Not Mr. Ro- the Ro- other love one. sex and robots. Yeah, that's. Oh, weird. I still need to watch that too. Yeah. See, that's another thing where it's like I could have just given you like five of them to watch, and that would have been a good, a good cut it off point. Because once you have to watch the, the yogurt takes over the world episode or whatever it's called, that would make me <laughs> stop in. watching it. <laughs> No, Doc, you're not. You'll never get those six No, he's like, no, back. you don't understand. <laughs> oh, poor yogurt. Yeah, poor yogurt. Poor us. The yogurt takes over. Um, yeah, Game of Thrones pumped. <laughs> mm, can't wait. All right. Um, so next, let's move on to some Game Pass Roulette. All right, this is Game Pass Roulette, where every other week we roll the dice on a Game Pass game and let you know if it's a hit or a miss. Um, this last game we had was Hugh. Hugh is a platformer, and the hook here that is different than other platformers is that you're slowly collecting colors, and then these colors are used in puzzles. So, like, if you selected red on your color wheel, it would make it so all of the red objects on the map um, like in that room, disappear completely. And I think there's how many colors are there? Uh, eight, maybe, or at least I think maybe yeah. like eight. Um, how are you guys enjoying this, uh, Doc? What first impressions? Uh, I like. I mean, I you know it's it's a it's a indie platformer with a unique twist, but I, for what it is, I, I think it's pretty good. I mean. I'm not probably the biggest fan of these type of games, but um, I had actually played and beat this before um, before it came to the we did this segment Game Pass Roulette and uh, I I like what it's what it's doing and it definitely makes some interesting puzzle mechanics on the whole you know it's whole shtick is that you'll have di- you'll have potentially different or multiple uh, things going on in a segment or room and you kind of have to work through um, what are what colors and what you need to do to make basically get from point A to point B um but I think they do a really good job of making that a interesting mechanic, though for sure. Um, it's uh, I like the I like the way it looks too. You know, it's an interesting kind of pretty basic two D kind of like your character's just this black kind of outlined. Kind of reminds character, me but of Limbo until all yeah, the colors. Yeah, actually, kicks in. yeah, a lot. Actually, it reminds me a lot of that. Actually, yeah, in terms of the way your character kind of handles and looks, totally, yeah. Um, 
but like the game definitely gets more challenging later on when you get like when you have to incorporate more you know early on you're like here's one color here's two colors here's like you know it's pretty basic with what you can do early on but then as the game progresses it definitely gets more of like okay you know you gotta kind of gotta think about what you're doing and kind of the platforming gets tighter and stuff like that so uh so that's i i liked it though one thing so when you're selecting colors in the color wheel um it's you do that with your right thumb like it's on the right analog stick Um, as soon as you start to push that stick everything slows down and what what's up well i was about to say which it pretty much has to at some points otherwise you wouldn't even be able to you know some of the puzzles like would be too difficult if it didn't do that. Yeah, hundred yeah. percent. And one thing yeah. I, because I usually like to write down a few notes as I'm going through these, but one thing I noted early on was that I felt like how much it slowed me down was way too much until I had oh. eight colors unlocked and I had to switch colors like three times as I'm falling from the ceiling trying to avoid like different colored (laughs) laser beams so if you think about that say you're falling from the sky there's a red laser so you have to click over to red quick and then there's a blue laser under it so you have to quickly click over to the blue and like so on and so forth uh the time like how slow you actually go made a lot more sense as I progressed further into the game um but right off the bat I was like man this thing really is forgiving and then at the end, it's like, <laughs> this is exactly what it needs to do. Otherwise, this would be impossible, it would be impossible. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> yeah. Um, as far as how far I got into it, I think I had collected all my colors, had gotten on the ship to go over to start going up the mountain. <laughs> For anyone who's playing, that's kind of vague, but uh, that's where I'm at. So <laughs> I have done some of the puzzles that where you use all eight colors. Um, it definitely gets super challenging. Um, Chocolate, how did you fare with this? Um, what'd you think? I, I liked it. I enjoyed it. I got, um, I think I only unlocked three, maybe four colors. And I got frustrated with the, <laughs> um, the jumping, the actual platforming so, parts. I, t- but to yeah. be fair, also like like Risky was saying about the slow motion part, that can be kind of jarring too if you do that mid jumping in terms of. Uh, t- that's what frustrates yeah. me. So jumping and then trying to get the right color to land on the correct platform to miss the the beam. So I think um, one of them was columns, and half the column was uh, say red, white, and green, and then the bottom half was red, right, white, and green. But you had to change the pillars, yeah. so you could jump on them. However, not hit the top half of the pillars. I know that kind of doesn't make sense. But yeah, if you're if you've played the game, I think it it, it kind of yeah. makes sense. Um, it, plug, I streamed it and it will be on YouTube on yes. Tuesday I can't wait to see the drops. frustration Frustrated Chocolate is the best Hello. chocolate No, <laughs> oh, it's not um, but <laughs> The game is brilliant I, I love the mechanic and just like you said Risky, that slowdown at first when you've only got one colour you're like, yeah, like oh, why? <laughs> is this what it's going to be like? This, is <laughs> this ridiculous. game's going to be a breeze Gunman yeah. Clive all over again <laughs> yeah, And then um, I think it was when the rocks were falling you were like oh okay yeah it's not as slow as i thought it was and then once they introduced that third color you're like okay um, starting to make more sense this is n- yeah mm, can you slow down a little bit more <laughs> i will say those are some of my favorite parts is when the like anytime boulders were falling towards me and i had to quickly switch colors as the boulders were coming right at me that was a lot of fun i like that yeah yeah, yeah. Um, I think I got to the part where the where you had to jump over the boulders and flick the colours just so they didn't knock you yep. and go up the ladder. That's where I I stopped. I stopped playing. Yeah. So I think I mean, all these platformers nowadays need to be doing something different. And 
this is a cool a cool little hook i think the, yeah the, the, the color definitely... mechanics pretty awesome yeah, they they like. I'm always impressed when when people take a pretty standard genre out there and add a very unique twist to it that works well. And this definitely does. And like, it's the story wasn't as far as I was concerned wasn't like crappy or anything. It was no, no, it was, no, it was competent. Yeah, it was very um, gut wrenching as well, wasn't it? it I was trying bit. to think. So I said it on stream, but I can't think now what i actually said but you could see there was there was something more to the story so it had its you know this is the story but it felt like there was a deeper meaning to it yeah like the mom because this is hugh is the name of your character and you're trying to find your mom who is stuck in some weird colorless dimension i guess and you're trying to get there so even just that little bit like knowing that at the end of this i might get to that dimension and see like what it's all about and like rescue mom and stuff is enough that i'm gonna keep playing this because i only because of vacation stuff i just started playing it this morning but i i played like five hours straight i couldn't put it down so um i'm definitely gonna be finishing this one um yeah lou you didn't i did did you get to play this no yeah uh well you told me about like mid-afternoon i would say i just told you uh so i started downloading (laughs) it and i did did wind up falling asleep though um but when i was watching when i was downloading i was watching the 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 game previews for it and everything um i do like the the idea of it and like like doc was saying with the color changing and you guys just looked really cool i love the concept of it i could see myself also getting frustrated like chocolate but uh, on the line of Cuphead frustration, and um, I watched you stream Cuphead once. Yeah, Cuphead, it was not for me. Um, Waterloo frustrated hey, is also pretty great. No, 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 nothing shameful about that. That's a tough that game. That's true. Um, <laughs> but this one looks a, a little bit simpler. But when you guys were talking about like with all those colors and everything, I could definitely see that getting annoying. Um, but yeah, I, I love puzzle games like that. Um, I can see myself playing it now that it's downloaded. Um, <laughs> now you can actually. Start. I might, you know, I might pick it up, you know, when I'm bored and want something a little bit more challenging than Yoshi's World, but yeah, not something exactly. as challenging as some other games out there. True. Uh, this is definitely one of those games where it's like, you know, I, like we've said before, there's definitely some junk on Game Pass, but this is one of those that's like, this definitely belongs on Game Pass. It's a good game that a lot of people might not have tried otherwise, mm-hmm. and it's pretty good. Well, hey, let's get to that part of Game Pass roulette. Doc, we'll start with you. For you, is yeah. this a hit or a miss? <laughs> a hit, yeah. I mean, uh, you know, like I said, I played it before, but I, I was glad. I would glad. I was very glad to play it again, and and I haven't, you know, beat it a second time. But uh, yeah, I, I like it. I think it's a definitely hit. Chocolate, how about you? Hit for me. Definitely going to carry on playing it. It's uh, it is nice, and it does break up a bit of gameplay for me with the apex and fifa and stuff like that yeah and it's, it's definitely a hit for me too this is a game where if it wasn't in game pass um if i had actually paid attention to this it was something i would i would have bought for sure so <clears throat> definitely a hit for me um all right uh okay so last week we had talked about sorry about the awkward silence um <laughs> i was trying to think about what i was gonna say next perfect um we talked about this a little bit a couple weeks ago about how we were going to change up game pass roulette a little bit um and then I think we're all we were just having a hectic last couple weeks here um what we're going to be doing going forward is we're going to have members of the community we're going to set up polls on twitter discord wherever Um, we're going to let people submit games from game pass that they want to see played and then those games are the ones that are going to go into the hopper from now on this will make it so that we don't end up with junk Mm. 
or so we at least end up with games that potentially people want to see um, brought into this segment. So what we're going to do is we're going to take this week off of Game Pass Roulette. We're not going to pick a new game tonight. Um, what we're going to do Tuesday, I'll put up a poll or just put up an announcement in Discord. We'll also do the same uh, Twitter, Instagram, wherever. Um, and we'll give everybody a chance to put in their games. Uh, we're going to do that for a week. And then next week's episode, we'll actually start up this Game Pass Roulette. So you'll still have your standard two weeks to play the game, get feedback in, whatever. But hopefully it'll be a more curated list. And hopefully we won't end up with things like Sonic and Knuckles again. Strong with Sonic and Knuckles. Well, hang on. Or no. Hello Neighbor, sorry. <laughs> We we technically can't. They took out Sonic and Knuckles. Oh, well, perfect. So, you know, Thank unfortunately, God. so no one, Pour no one can out. vote for that. And we'll and no trolling. Yeah, if I <laughs> I'm looking at you, Chin Doctor. Right, I can't, I can't, can't wait to see some of the things these guys are going to put in here. Like oh, this will be funny. Watch them have to Barbie's play Island this. Adventure. Dang it. <laughs> exactly. Um, yeah. So uh, tune into Discord and on socials. We'll uh, get that stuff out to you guys in the next week. You can expect. A, a new a new game for Game Pass Roulette. Yes. Yeah. Mind blown. Mind blown. Alright, uh, with that, let's get into some news. Alright, Doc, what is in the news this week? Uh, first off, I want to hear your guys' best... James Earl Jones impression of Darth Vader. Luke, I am your father. Well, that's not bad. Okay, all right. Uh, good enough. <laughs> oh, here we go. Chocolate's got his CPAP on again. <laughs> got to take that, that off. That was the best I could do. <laughs> that, hey, that wasn't bad, man. <laughs> pretty good, pretty good. All right. Um, so we had um, we knew that uh, EA was going to get out there and uh, announce with alongside Respawn there. Their new Star Wars game coming out this year. Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. Yes. Um so so you guys fair to say probably pretty excited about this with even before the announcement probably. Most definitely. Yeah, I could say I was excited. Okay. <laughs> so I, it's been it's been a long time since we've had a single player Star Wars game, right? I mean I can't even what what would even be the last You're not one? Counting I'm the campaign from Battlefront two? Jedi Academy. Uh hey. I don't even. Yeah, I don't know. I don't even. Jedi Academy, maybe that. Pro- that might be the last one. I don't know. <laughs> what was the one on the three sixty? Oh no! You know what? Force Unleashed. <sighs> yep. Those two. Yes. Oh, Force you're right. Two? That probably is it. Yeah. That's probably Those are it. Also very yeah. good too. Those are pretty good. Yeah. Um. So you know, it's been a while. Needless to say. Um. So let's get a few things out of the way first here. So this is uh, set to release November fifteenth. Um. We got some tidbits of info to get out of the way. It's going to be four K on the Xbox One X. It is, uh, EA uh, got out in front and, and said this, which, you know, can't help but laugh, but it is, hey, like, get excited, guys. No microtransactions, no multiplayer, will be single-player campaign only. Oh Woo! Very excited. Yeah, to which I also feel like, man, it's it's some down times at EA when you got to get out and really <laughs> pump, the, pump the drum on that. When those you know? are the like, two biggest bullets of your brand-new Star Wars video like, game. <laughs> You see a, a sweaty executive with like sweaty pits get out on stage. And be like, guys, guys, no microtransactions, none, none, no multiplayer. It's gonna be great. Like, it's like, geez, this is, it's been low point for EA. But anyways, um, 
It's going to come with two versions, a $60 standard edition, $70 deluxe edition, and you might be like, well, if there's no microtransactions, what the heck mm -hmm. is in the deluxe edition? Um, so they're basically going to have, a la kind of a Devil May Cry 5, they're going to have a behind-the-scenes making of uh, videos that will come with the deluxe edition, which is sounds pretty cool. Uh, you know, could be pretty cool. Well, um, wait, you could get that on YouTube, surely. <laughs> Eventually. Well, or that's the also the <laughs> other part. Like, yeah, exactly. You could most definitely get that by other means, um, if we're being honest. Uh, although, uh, if you pre-order either version, you will get additional custom skins. I have to assume that'll be a lightsaber color and maybe an outfit or something, but apparently the Deluxe Edition will have additional um, exclusive skins if you get that version. So, no microtransactions, but they couldn't help themselves with the skins and I, stuff. I think uh, it, it seems fair, though. Yeah, I, I can't be that upset about that. So, um Anyway, so all that's out of the way. Let's get to the meat of this story and what we learned about what this game is. So um, players um, will uh, are acquainted with Cal, uh, the, who is the main character of this story. You play a character named Cal on Braca, which I guess is the planet or the area on the planet he is uh, working, which is depicted as a fresh, out-of-the-box new Star Wars planet and one of uh, one of a few new areas presented in the amusement uh I don't know what they were trying I don't, to say. Yeah, I feel like I amusement have might have been a bad translation. I should have read through this. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know if they meant like the amusement park world. That is star <laughs> I don't know what they were trying to say there. Um, Cal is uh, endeavoring to avoid the Empire on display. However, in the wake of uncovering his Force powers, which if you watch the teaser, it kind of happens as he saves a buddy of his in a, in a work-related accident. Um, he winds up on the run once more. As per respawn, like Cal, players will make various uh, will will make various new companions uh, through the span of the diversion. One of which is a buddy called Siri. <laughs> Siri? I don't know. I, yeah, is that is that yeah? So Siri, or Siri probably. Um, there will be some um, commonplace faces that show up as well. However, the studio held back before saying precisely. Do you who. think this is going to be like the bad? Battlefront 2 cameos of like oh I hope oh not god that was so cringy oh, man. Can, it was just like how many can, can you we imagine fit in this story and they were all like pretty bad I'm glad you agree with me with that because Ugh. like I always hate it when these shit when these movies don't try to do their own thing and are like oh isn't it weird that Darth Vader made C-3PO that's super <laughs> weird right crazy it's like actually it'd have been fine if that hadn't been the case like I, I don't. I hate it when they do stuff like that, though. It's just like, oh, everybody, everything's connected in ever all these weird ways. Like, or it doesn't. So have yeah, to we'll be. see what these um, commonplace faces are. <laughs> yeah, who they are? Yeah. Oh, that's weird. The Millennium Falcon just flew by the screen right in front of us. That's crazy. <laughs> what? It's just uh, sitting in a junkyard over there. <laughs> Anyways, um, so yeah, again, your main character is called Cal, and he is a. Jedi that survived the orders of Order sixty six. Yep. Sixty six. And a Jedi, um, or does he just? Okay. He does. Yes. He he knows he's a Jedi. He is trying to not make it known that he is a Jedi. He is basically just trying to live. The trailer makes it seem that he is trying to do his best to live out a normal life uh, and not be caught and killed by the okay. Empire. Because you said he like when he was reaching out to save his uh, his buddy that's falling off of it, like almost like he didn't know he could save the guy at that time. Yeah, I almost got the impression that like it was one of those do or die moments of like this is my friend and I and if in order to not get caught I'm going to have to let him die and he obviously saves him, you know, chooses yeah. to save him, which is kind of a cool way to to 
do that in a game like this, you know? It's kind of like, yeah, that, that seems like a realistic thing that, a you know, aside do. from the space magic, you know, the a realistic thing. So is happen. our first commonplace face the Sarlacc pit? <laughs> <laughs> By the way, if you've not watched the teaser, so he's, I guess he's working with this scrap, like almost a junkyard scrap team of like just breaking apart this crash star destroyer and I guess they're breaking it apart to sell for parts and stuff and you see this moment have more these big cables suspensory cables that are holding the 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 piece of the ship you're on starts to break and of course your buddy is sliding down the deck and he falls off but when he falls off the edge it literally looks like an open mouth of a starlight <laughs> pit is just waiting to envelop him and I'm just like I, I guess that's there it what is. The fir- caused the, the first cameo there it is <laughs> yeah so, apparently they're just everywhere they're on, on sand planets, so, you know, just everywhere. Um, anyways, uh, moving on. On the Empire side, uh, they have characters like the Second Sister, who is depicted as one of the Emperor's tip-top inquisitors, and in that capacity is chasing down Cal to quench him. Really interesting words that this article uh, used uh, to describe <laughs> this. Very thirsty. Really wish I had read through this a couple times before. <laughs> Um, nearby uh, her are purge troopers, um, which it, again, ha- having watched the teaser, it looks like they have the the, I think they're called like I, maybe I'm thinking of Knights of the Old Republic vibro blades, but they're these staves that can apparently you know uh, I get the idea they can go one on one with lightsabers and not be destroyed. So it looks like they're holding like two handed staves that have that um, look to them, or I don't know, it's that chrome uh, stormtrooper in the movie had one of them. I feel mm-hmm. like. Uh, anyways, yeah, so that's what those guys look like. Uh, all black, uh, pretty menacing. Um, and they are depicted as alarming, uncommon Imperial powers prepared to search out Jedi and help the Inquisitors. So clearly it sounds like you're on the run. It sounds like these guys are out to hunt you down and kill you. Um, they definitely acted like the story was going to evolve into something bigger um, in terms of uh, what becomes of Cal and how he fits into the story. Um, but, uh, also I get the idea from the video and you guys can correct me on this too. It, I definitely get the idea that this is a between episode three and four, I it, guess. Yeah. After order 66 and it seemed like some time had gone yeah. by. So, I mean, anything after yeah. two well, it or, had to or after two at the very least. He, yeah. If he survived order 66, I'm assuming he was a younger kid at least. Yeah. Possibly. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, younglings, uh, pretty, younglings and the guards, the only ones left at the, he was, Oh no! All, all those younglings got murdered uh, by Anakin. By Anakin, yeah, he, chopped uh, up real he good. Went, he he went from t- zero to ten on the dark side real yeah, quick. Killing so, kids yeah. and doing it to you. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Um, so first off, what did you guys think about the video as far as the uh, the teaser? I got me excited. I'm not gonna lie. I had a little goosebumps here and there. Um, I, I'm just. Ex- I wish there was a little bit of gameplay going on, but. What they showed was good enough to get my me excited for the game. I think that was one thing to note is that this there was not any gameplay in this. No, so right, tough to tough to tell. I mean, you can really just judge Maybe. the story and where it looks like it's going at this point. I feel like mm-hmm. definitely got some cool looking they, bad guys for sure. Mm-hmm. I feel that's what they did with uh, Battlefront Two. They just teased the story. There was no actual gameplay. Yeah, I don't know whether that's like a prerequisite of how they throw these these games out now yeah i i would 
be surprised if we didn't see some gameplay from E3 at the, I would assume, uh, probably the it, Xbox uh, conference, you know. Or EA. Or, yeah, I guess it might. Oh, EA that's right. I keep forgetting up. EA has mm-hmm. theirs. Yeah. I, for, I yeah. keep forgetting I think, that. Yeah. yeah, you're definitely right. That's where we'll see a good 15-minute chunk of gameplay or something. Uh, it sounded like, from what I had seen, is that, like, the combat, the lightsaber combat was going to be pretty, pretty intense and, like, more involved than just, like, hacking X over and over and over and over. So I think having, depending on how that combat is, it could be could be a lot of fun. If you've played any of those older I Star mean, Wars games, like wielding a lightsaber, pretty powerful great thing. Great feeling. Yeah. Yeah, I feel oh. like that never gets old in video games. Like, that is that is a cool thing to do. And if I boot that game up and, like, I open up a skill tree and it's all these different force powers oh I can God. pick and I'm sold day <laughs> one, you know. so good. Mm-hmm. Like, give me those RPG Jedi elements and I am in. Just Witcher with lightsaber and force. Yes, oh, please. CD yes. Projekt Red's next game needs to be a Star Wars game. <laughs> what was Disney thinking? Come on. Well, you gave it to EA and DICE. Instead, you should have gave it to CD Projekt Red. Like, come on. Uh, and 13 years later, Man. we would have the best Star Wars game ever created. God, can you imagine the, can you imagine the dark storyline that they would have given us in a game like that? Can you imagine the amount of just Jedi boobs everywhere? Oh, <laughs> lots. boobs. Lots. <laughs> Twi- yeah, Twilight. Lots of female job of the huts. Oh, just what I want to see naked. <laughs> well, you no. know, they don't always give you what you want. That's true. Just... All right, moving on. Um, we've talked about over the past couple months about the rumors of the discless Xbox One S, uh, and we're finally getting some concrete information. We'd been, you know, a lot of the rumors had speculated that it was getting announced in April, coming out in May. And it really seems like they're going to announce it at Inside Xbox, which is going to air later today if you're listening to this on day of release. Um, but the details we have right now as of this weekend is that it will launch for €229, Euros, um, which if they go by their standard pricing, even though it is a conversion rate, has normally popped over one-to-one for U.S., so it seems like €229 US, um, with three games, Sea of Thieves, Forza Horizon 4, and Minecraft. Um with a May 7th release date. Uh, first thing I want to ask you guys, uh, and uh, lastly, a one terabyte hard drive, which makes sense. A, a you know, discless version would have a bigger hard drive. Um, what do you guys think about that price point? And, and, and the last thing I'll say is this is before any deals happen. You know, as we know, MSRP is one thing, but the deals that you end up getting on the regular is a different thing. Um, what do you guys think about this? It's a good price point, I mm-hmm. think, to start with. I mean, it's, as you say, it's the One S, isn't it? So it's what's yeah. the one terabyte One S? What's the MSRP on a One S right now? Do you have any idea? Let me look that up actually, because that's I want to say it's actually two ninety nine, or no, maybe it's two forty nine, maybe. So but I don't, I don't know. It's not that big of a difference, yeah. Like when I first saw the price, I actually thought it was higher than I was expecting and it to be. This Xbox doesn't like it's the same size as the One S. So you're not getting like a smaller, more compact unit. It's hard to tell on the picture they had, which I don't know if this is... Have they not talked about the size of it at all? No, not at all. But the picture, at least the one they got um, that looks like they got from a retailer, looks like it is ever so slightly less wide if you do a controller on it comparison. I don't know if that's that's actually the case, though. But, yeah. Because, I mean, disk drives aren't the biggest things in the world, so it's not like you're gaining a ton of space. I don't know how much a... 
now. Well, I mean, if you think about it in force, basically the width of a one S is basically two disc drives. So, but the the other the bigger problem is that if you took out the disc drive, it's not a matter of that. It's a matter of you would have to have a smaller motherboard in general to shrink the size. Everything would just have to be smaller. Yeah, totally. That's true. Yeah. Um, so looking at it, UK wise, it's um, it's more than the one S over in the UK. Yeah. So see, that makes me think that this. I'm wondering how accurate that MSRP is because I'll be honest, when I first heard this story, I thought they were going to come out super aggressive and like price it at like 149. Yeah, yeah well, exactly. Thought, 150. 150 was exactly what I thought it would be, totally. Um, I, things, though, then you've got three games on top. Sea of Thieves is free, though. I don't know how well, you get I mean, that's free. How do you matters. give Sea of Thieves? Yeah, that's the thing about this, too, is that I, do you I think feel this like. Would have been better bundled with. Like a three month subscription to Game Pass, hundred percent, yeah, hundred mm-hmm. percent. I feel like that's what this is made for. Totally. I mean, I feel like you price this at one forty nine with three or let's say aggressively six months of Game Pass, and you've got a winner at that point. For all the Sony um, and like PC people who never wanted it or needed an Xbox one fifty plus, it's hundred it two hundred yeah. games at this point. Like, how do you yeah. say no to that? Mm-hmm. Or but or even, a machine day one with Game Pass, you get all the Xbox first party games. You know? Right. Well, putting it at this price and doing. Six months Game Pass, six months Xbox Live. Yeah, that, totally. That, I, I don't well, know. I I would like to see what their production costs. Like disc drives aren't the most expensive thing in the world. I don't know how much money they're saving here, not having to worry about that. I guess. And it, it is worth noting that we don't know this yet. You know, we, Inside Xbox will come out later today for you listening, and it could be that this is in fact cheaper than that. You know, this is just the estimated from a retailer. Um, True, and it's it's still worth noting that this will definitely have a lower MSRP than the standard Xbox One S, and they never sell at MSRP at this point. You know, yeah. Like, if you go to Great Xbox Deals Reddit every day, you can get like an Xbox One S for like one one eighty, one seventy with like two or three games or like two controllers or something. You know, so so maybe um, not worth it at MSRP, but if you keep an eye out for a deal, this will probably be the best way to get into Xbox if you don't care about. A disc drive. Yeah. yeah, if you're just looking for an easy way to guarantee all Xbox exclusives, that it's a no-brainer for the this with Game Pass. And it's yeah. the One S, so you're still getting HDR. Well, and I would argue because of how late this is coming out in the Xbox cycle and how we've all but confirmed we're getting a new Xbox next year, I would be super, super surprised if you could not run xCloud on this to play next-gen games. Yeah, I mean, that makes so, perfect sense. If I can do it from yeah. my, my Android phone or ios phone i, I yeah, better be able to just, do it on my one S. yeah at that point it's like can it run the app you know yeah <laughs> that's exactly. all it is so um anyways um so that uh we'll probably again probably we'll learn more about that on inside xbox um next up uh this uh bit of news is uh, a real heart warmer out there for the uh, console wars um so destiny 2 uh on xbox and pc for a very short time period zur was selling a PS4 exclusive gun to everybody, whether or not you had PS4 or not. Um, Thanks, Zer. I think. <laughs> right? Yeah, Bungie got out and had to correct Zer and say that that's a mistake. Uh, if you've already bought it, it'll stay in your inventory, but you won't be able to equip it <laughs> until September. Until September, when the exclusivity deal ends. <laughs> that's so bad, dude. Man, this really brings home the point how dumb these exclusive deals are sometimes. How do you let um, that slip? Like, if you're Bungie, how do you let that weapon or piece of armor get into the hopper into like the yeah, Xbox I don't and know. PC? That's so. 
That's a oh god. It's a great question. That's crazy. Uh, that, that does nothing positive for that game no, and company. No. And just ugh. <laughs> the so whole bad. line of where they're like, "Oh, but you'll get, you'll get it in September." It's like, man, this is really dumb, guys. You're just putting the gun on layaway, you know? <laughs> yeah, basically, pretty much. Once you've made <laughs> all your decisions. <laughs> Yeah, Zerg gave you an alpha version of the gun, I guess. <laughs> Once they did the split, though, you think all of a sudden this would be... Well, contracts. Well, presu- presumably, yeah, there was contracts made with timelines, and that's what this is pertaining to. I-, I think the bigger thing to watch for is what they do with Destiny 3 and if these shenanigans continue with that. If they're um, smart, they won't. Uh, yeah, if they want any goodwill at all, they'll... Especially with PC player base now... Those people, I feel like, you know, Xbox players have, for over the years, PC, PS4 and Xbox, we've kind of gotten used to this is how things work. PC people aren't used to that. So they're the ones that are going to really be coming at you with pitchforks and torches if, if you're doing this shenanigans. So, um, yeah, moving on. Um, you guys want some fresh new PSN names? Yes, please. I know well, Moose does. Well, you can does. do them. Oh, boy. <laughs> I know Orange Crusher does. Oh, Orange Crusher. <laughs> That's a great name, by the way. I think it's um, something like that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so you can officially, starting now, uh, change your PSN ID name. And I know you're probably asking yourself, well, that's great. Why is this even a story? Well, it's a story because, as we had covered when this went into beta, it's not all rainbows and unicorns when you change your PSN ID name. It can be, but there are some warnings that go along with it. So let's get out a few of the things out of the way first before we talk about the warnings. Um the cost is $10 if you have PSN with no PlayStation Plus, $5 if you have PlayStation Plus. Just like Xbox Live, the first one's free. Um, uh, it does. It is not compatible with PS3 and Vita, um, and they have a cutoff point on certain PS4 games that it is compatible with, although it was, it, from what I could tell, it's pretty much most PS, PS4 games. Um, any ID that you use or have used is tied to your account. So let's say your name is Orange Crusher and you go make Orange Tangerine, somebody can't go and get Orange Crusher that's actually still controlled under your account. So for all those people out there thinking there's going to be a lot of new names open up free, that's not going to be the case here. Um, pretty much if you've ever tied an email to a name, that name is tied to that email and you it is not opening up. That was um, like on Microsoft. Like when I wanted, I looked up Risky because that was the first one I tried yeah. getting. And then I looked at the account and it hadn't been active in like five years. Like, Are you kidding? Well, <laughs> Xbox, though, recently did the thing to where any accounts that weren't active for so many years, Thanks. they freed up those names. Yeah, that's yeah. true. I, I didn't try. You should have checked it out at that time. <laughs> yeah. I'm risky my kid now. Now, can you, get, <laughs> can you say if you change your PSN name, can you go back to it since you still technically own it without so, cost? Yes, you can. Okay. Um, and they actually make it look like or sound like that actually is a pretty easy way to do it so unlike xbox you can actually go back to a name so i guess one of the good things about the way this system works you you can normally say well that sucks that names don't free up but because they don't free up you can actually contact customer support and for free go back to a name that you previously had so there is that aspect to it which is better you know that's nice um well, that's great for trolling online <laughs> yeah, I guess so. back and forth with your well gamer yeah it's, I don't know how often they let you do that. There might be a limit as well. I don't know if they'll let you like every other day call and be like, "Hey, today I want to be this." I would assume. <laughs> like, switch me. Yeah, there's got to be something <laughs> in place there. Yep. Yeah. Um. So that's all the kind of the, the the basic details out of the way. So if you if you go actually to online to Sony's website to change your name, the first thing you'll notice is that you are hit with a 
ton of warning screens <laughs> that <laughs> they want to make sure you are aware that everything might not work out perfectly with all of your games if you do this. Now, first thing I'll say is that there is nothing that's going to prevent you from any game you own, you'll still own that game. DLC you own, you'll own the DLC. But in certain circumstances, it will straight up erase your progress on some games. Perfect. Um, those are called uh, critical issues is how Sony put those games. Um, <laughs> those are critical. Um, the, and I do have a on. Now, this is the initial list. Uh, they, they said this will be updated as they learn more things. Of course, this has been in beta for a while, so I would assume, I would hope that this list doesn't get much more... Much, you know, bigger. much larger, yeah. yeah. But um, so far, the games that are under critical issue is Disc Jam, Just Dance 2017, Little Big Planet 3, MLB 14, the show, MLB the show 16, MLB the show 15. Sucks if you're into MLB the show, <laughs> <Yeah>. apparently. <laughs> uh, on Rush, Golf Club 2, which is that's a, that kind of sucks. I would say that's, that's, that's probably game. the only like Re- pretty really recent, I guess. Yeah, only game I see people getting mad about. I don't know if yeah. people are playing these other ones. Uh, and Worms Battlegrounds. Uh, now, there was a much, much larger list of less critical issues, which can revolve around anything from leaderboards not being active to uh, various things in-game that doesn't necessarily hinder your progress or the game itself, but will kind of interfere with how thir- certain statistics are tracked. Um, that was a much, much larger list. So that's something, if you're interested in possibly changing your name, you should definitely go to Sony's website. You will absolutely see the warning screens if you go to try to change it anyways but probably check that out if you're interested in this um, I'm definitely going to try to change my name because I have water Lewis I want to <laughs> drop off that is and you know, I don't have too well, much now, progress again, in any game so again the problem is though if somebody's already got Waterloo yeah. which you they probably theirs, tried free it up yeah yeah because I'm assuming you tried to get that first I, I might have I don't remember <laughs> I, actually I don't think I did I think I just went Uh-oh. straight to water Lewis quick get on it and then just don't play MLB the Show ever. I feel, again. I feel like, oh no. yeah, I feel like when you're, <laughs> don't plan on playing MLB the Show. I feel like when you're on PS4 Waterloo that you're that's your proper name. You're you're very proper when Water you're on PS4 Lewis. Waterloo. Is. Yeah, I don't. You're wearing a monocle, sipping tea. <laughs> but then when you're on Xbox, it's just lawless. Living you know, that just whatever. Oh, I wish I had a monocle and tea. It'd be fantastic. No, I can ship you tea. No, I can ship you tea. You could probably ship you a monocle too. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, you know, monocle, a cane, a white glove. Man, I'll be Mr. You're Pino literally here. describing chocolate. <laughs> he will be dapper Top AF. Hat. Oh, that's what I'm doing for episode 50. Dressing like Mr. Hey, Peanut. We, we've got a chocolate bear, literal dapper bear emote that we are Fantastic. hopefully planning on getting eventually in Discord. Yep. So. Oh, no. <laughs> There's I, enough just, chocolate emojis. A bear with a hey, top hat what and it, a monocle. Yep, that's literally <laughs> that's totally what it is. Oh, actually, God, that's <laughs> yeah. fantastic. And, and oh. in your defense, chocolate, it can't be any worse than the emotes we've already got uh, for your brand. So yeah, that's true. If you want to see these emojis, you can uh, join Discord. Links for that are in the show notes. I thought you were talking to me because you were looking at me. I'm like, I'm in Discord. I'm not sorry. That was <laughs> Waterloo's like, why are you singling me out? It is weird. If I didn't mention this earlier on the show, Lou and I are literally sitting across like a pop-up mini table using one Yeti mm-hmm. <laughs> talking. So if it's been weird at all, sorry. Are you saying that to the listeners? Uh, or just to I was me? literally just saying that to Lewis across I mean, the table. A few times he's been looking at me and laughing, and I'm like, I'm not doing anything, you know, but no one's talking. I'm like, Lou's like, I guess I should maintain eye contact, but this is weird, but. Which All right, go on. <laughs> moving on, moving on. So if you want to change your PSN ID, that is available. Remember, first time is free. So, you know, if you, thought, if you were thinking about it, why not? And, you know, if you're not playing a critical issue game. Um, 
anyways, moving on. We got a couple stories here we're going to end off that are more or less considered rumors, but um, are interesting enough that I figured it's worth uh, talking about and um, come from enough sources that there's some substance to them. First one up is PS5 is uh, set to introduce a P- PS Plus Premium in 2020, which will include exclusive betas and private servers. Um, this comes from segmentnext.com via uh, several different anonymous devs that sat there currently working on uh, play, uh, PlayStation 5 uh, games that will... Uh, it, it was worded like they would have to be compatible with this service. Um, the one part I don't get about this is the private servers. I feel like that's a developer kind of deal, not so much a Sony deal. But um, as far as the betas and the alphas go, it basically sounds like this is a automatic preview program you just get if you're if you have the service. Would either would any of you guys be interested in paying for this on top of a PlayStation Plus uh, subscription, or would you have to wait for more details and be sold a little bit more on it? I'd have to wait for That's, more details personally. Yeah, and I don't yeah. pay for PS Plus now, so uh, yeah, I don't know if true. I'm playing for a premium. Yeah. Good point. Oh, I don't yeah. have a PlayStation. All right, hey, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> it is kind of, it is one of those things. This will be the first time to like Game Pass is one thing because you're getting like this huge list of games, but it's kind of, it's going to be interesting if they, if Sony offers another service that is just a higher tier of a premium service that doesn't necessarily offer, you know, it would be one thing if it included like PlayStation Now, but if it's just alphas and betas and stuff like that, I don't know if that's. I don't know. It's kind of weird, I guess, but we'll see. Now, give me a premium uh, service that gives me every first-party Sony game, and I'm there. Ah, well, that's since that's the only thing I do with it. Yeah, Microsoft might eventually push them to that. We'll see. You know. Um, next up, I included this just because I've been playing some Battlefield Bad Company Two Vietnam, which is fantastic, by the way. Um, Battlefield Bad Company Three might be in development for next-gen consoles. Rumor stems from a. Uh, Paspin post that has was made in late December and supposedly from a third-party European dev, but has since been uh, substantiated with further uh, further comments from the developer. Um, and it basically revolves around they're saying that um, EA um, Dice is making Battlefield Bad Company three set to launch twenty twenty. I don't know if this is true. It's probably not true, but man, I hope it's true because I love Battlefield Bad Company and two. So. Well, yeah, you were just I don't know. playing some of it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> you must love I, it. I, I, I generally think that was some of the better older Battlefield games. I definitely think it was the best console Battlefield game ever. I meant to ask you this earlier, but why didn't you fire up the Far Cry 5 expansion? Uh, that's a good question, actually. I don't know. I, I think I'm just... I think I'm burnt out on Far Cry, man. I've kind of made that known yeah, in Discord, I <laughs> but like, I, like, I played and beat Far Cry 2, 3... Um, Blood Dragon four, and I think I had my feel at that point. Like I just, you know, five was good, but it was just too much that formula for me. So, yeah. Anyways, um, that's it for the news this week. We did it! Yay! But we're not <laughs> we're not quite done. Uh, we're gonna oh. we're gonna throw, oh don't sound sad. <laughs> I mean, yay! <laughs> uh, we're gonna throw it over to Waterloo. For new games of the week and some other PSAs. Yeah, we got a lot of uh, new games for the week and more. Um, on As of April 16th, uh, you get uh, World War Z, uh, My Time at Portal. Porsche. Uh, por- <laughs> Porsche. This is always my favorite part uh, of the old yeah, podcast. Yeah, of course you'd give me this. <laughs> you give him all the things to read. Yeah, which actually I did. They, this was at PAX. Um, I didn't play it because I know it's coming out soon, but it looked pretty good. Um 
World of Warships Legion. Legends. Legend. Legion. Legends. <laughs> I read that right in my head. Uh, Final <laughs> Fantasy X and X, uh, two HD Remastered. Um, 10 was awesome. 10 2 kind of sucked. No offense. Um, new <laughs> games added to Game Pass. Prey, fantastic game. Have never have yet to beat it. Um, Love that game. Yeah. Very so fun, though. Uh, I got st- stuck on the space outside, and that really annoyed me. Did you guys ever look at coffee mugs the same way in real life after that game? Yeah, I, I cowered in fear. <laughs> <laughs> you kind of kept them in your peripheral vision. I just made sure I only had one at all time. Um, <laughs> Monster, World, uh, Monster Hunter World, uh, the golf club. Dose, uh, Life is Strange 2, Episode 2, not in Episode 1, Resident Evil 5, and Walking Dead Season 2. Um, and then in Inside Xbox airs today, April 16th. At the time of this podcast being released, you'll be able to do this at 5 p.m. Eastern. Watch it. Watch it. Do it. Do it now. Do it and, do <laughs> do it and watch it. Do it. Um, and what's going to be on that is new backwards compatible announcements, new Game Pass announcements, E3 plans, what? Uh, festival plans, <laughs> Rage 2 gameplay, and much, much more, may I tell you, much more. <laughs> Thank you Love for it. that. Mm-hmm. Love it. Can he be on the show every week? Yep. It's already in the books. Like in the energy Waterloo. Love it, man. <laughs> I drink a uh, uh, Red Bull before coming He's, on here. This is the biggest Red Bull I think I've ever seen. <laughs> it's only 16. You know. It looks humongous. I wish it was a 20 ounce, but who knows. You can never have too much, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right, that's going to do it for this week's episode. Let's plug this thing up. Uh, if you want to keep up to uh, keep up with us on a daily basis, um, head on over to Discord. Links for that are in the show notes. That's where we all just hang out and type and talk and All that fun stuff. If you'd like to support us with your hard-earned money, you can head on over to patreon.com slash podcast. Follow us on the socials. That's Insta and Twitter, at CAGpodcast. Uh, Definitely check that out for um, the Game Pass Roulette stuff and for any new information regarding episode 50, when we're going to start doing live shows. Um, That's a good place to... Ugh, tune in for that, sorry. Um, and then if you need to reach us via email for anything, we are at, not at, I always say at, <laughs> we, we are podcast at gmail.com. Um, and then we also have the website, crossatlanticgaming.com, which has all of that information. So if I talk too much and you already forgot what I said at the beginning part, just go to crossatlanticgaming.com. Easy peasy. If you need to find me, I am at riskythekideverywhere.com. At Doc H1X1 everywhere. Chocolate. At Chocolate Bear 80 everywhere. And special guest, Waterloo or Lewis, where can we find you? Um, I don't know if I have my Twitter still active, but I if would I just do, say... it's Waterloo is <laughs> underscore. Um, and then uh, you can find me on Xbox on Waterloo, and then always in Discord if I decide to chime in. Um, just tag him. Yeah, tag me. I usually see a tag. Um, yeah. That'll do it. Alright, thank you everyone for tuning into this week's episode of Cross Atlantic Gaming. We'll catch you guys next week for an all new episode. Goodbye. Take Bye-bye. care. See ya.
I've got an amazing one. Go. All right. So, my first time using an elevator was a very uplifting experience. The second time, really let me down. <laughs> Wait, what if you use an escalator to go upstairs, then jump down the elevator? Nope, see, so you're ruining the dad jokes. <laughs> Logic done. Uh, what time did the man go to the dentist? Uh, tooth hurdy. Oh, mother. <laughs> I got him. <laughs> Uh, you just, you just, you just really let chocolate down, risky. Just... I'm sorry. Wait, wait. What time did oh. he go? Two thirty. <laughs> oh. There it is. <laughs> Hang on, I found a better one. Just watch a documentary about beavers. It was the best damn show I've ever saw. I like it. <laughs> um, I don't play soccer because I enjoy the sport. I'm just doing it for kicks. Oh, oh. <laughs> about the restaurant on the moon had great food, but no atmosphere. <laughs> Did, have we Speaking done that of before? the moon, <laughs> speaking of the moon, why does the moon rock taste better than an Earth rock? Because it's ha- because it's a little meteor. <laughs> oh, and hey, that was a brilliant segue. <laughs> what do you, oh, what do you, yep, keep going. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> what do you call a Mexican who's lost his car? Oh no, Carlos. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> 